Hi guys, Shelby Sloan back with the Fit and Fad podcast and I have a special guest today that will be interviewing me, Nisia Langoni, which is my nurse injector. Hi, <laughs> I'm so excited to be a part of the Fit and Fab podcast. Yay. And we are excited to have you. I'm super excited to have you interview me and then we're going to flip it around and Nisia, I'm going to interview her. So we're, we definitely are going to get started for you guys on my professional journey. I've had lots of questions about it on Instagram, definitely for the past few years. And a lot of people that are just now following me, because I feel like I'm just now getting my name out like this mm -hmm. year, people are like, how did you get started? Like mm -hmm. Arkansas to Arizona. So Nice, just like, what are some questions that you were curious about So I think when you were first starting with me too, like... Mm -hmm. about my that's relatable to my professional journey so I would say of course when I first met you and started working for you I wanted to know a little bit about your background what um, background you had in nursing mm -hmm. your certifications how you got to where you are so okay. I think start with just the beginning. The beginning. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's go back. Graduation. So I am a small town girl from Arkansas. I grew up with about 800 people. And now I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. So went from a country girl to a city girl real quick. I just kind of found my niche here. Mm -hmm. And what I'm really talented at is injecting. And also inspiring others, leading others through business. I really love business coaching, and that's where my passion is. But once I found my talent, it was really in 2020 when COVID hit. So I'll kind of catch you guys up pretty much on that. So I pretty much knew I wanted to be a nurse when I was in my teens because my grandparents were sick. So I kind of had to help my mom take care of them. And then unfortunately, I also had an accident and broke my ankle and how to be at Arkansas Children's. And I had just a wonderful experience. I was 18, so I had to choose, like, do I want to go to Children's or do I want to go to an adult hospital? And, of course, I chose Children's. My mom, like, knew the best was there, so for my ankle repair. And I just decided at that point that I wanted to be a nurse and help others. And that was in... I was 18, so when I went to college, I majored in nursing, graduated within three years with my associates, and so was like, okay, I'm going to do it. This is it. And once I got my dream job, and I think it was like, say I graduated high school 09. I'm telling my age, so I'm 32. Um, graduated high school 09, so in 2012, I graduated with my associates, and then 2013, a year later, mm -hmm. I was working at Children's in 2012. Okay. As a PED CV nurse, I had like a med surge opportunity or PED CV, and I was like, PED CV. Yeah. And <laughs> just a little extra way. stress. <laughs> I know. And so I started out with that, and that was actually my dream job because I was a patient there. So I was like, I want to work at Arkansas Children's. Mm -hmm. Like, this is an amazing place, like, research facility. I want to be here forever. And then that's how I started. So took that position and then finished my BSN online, still through SAU. I went to college at Southern Arkansas University. Had a full ride there for um, salutatorian in my right. class, which was, I really don't think it's a big deal because I only graduated with like 40 people. No, but still, give your, yourself credit but where it's due. <laughs> that is, I went the better route for myself to not be in debt. So yeah. And then once I started travel nursing years later, I realized, like, it's really hard to get into nursing school in, like, California. Mm -hmm. And see, it's so different in Arkansas. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like that. 
Oh, yeah, I had that problem. Yeah, and <laughs> we can kind of dive into that, yeah. too. Um, so 2013, finished my bachelor's, was working as a nurse, right? And I'm like, okay, that's why nursing is trash. I don't want to do this forever. So then I went back to school at a young age, like 24, to get my master's in family nurse practitioner, which I went to school online because that was better for my lifestyle. I was travel nursing in 2015 and starting grad school in 2015 at the same time. So, so I worked at Children's for a few years, decided to go back to school, left PCV, and then, yeah, I've been in healthcare forever, 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Long time. So left PCV, did travel nursing, did all that, um, what, two years, and then graduated with my family nurse practitioner in 2017, took a job at Arkansas Heart Hospital to work for an amazing physician there. So I did acute care kind of and family practice, and I did that for a few years. Then, so in 2018 to 2020, essentially. Mm -hmm. So once I graduated with my NP, I couldn't find a job. The market was saturated. Because so, that was 2020? Uh, no, this was 20, 2017. 2017, The okay. market was saturated, so a lot of my friends couldn't find nurse practitioner jobs, and they all wanted everyone to have experience, and I'm like, okay, well, how do you get experience without giving someone a chance, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a no-brainer, and I waited for this position, so in that time, I travel nursed again and living my best life in OC, and <laughs> yeah, um, it was fun, saved money, got out of debt, you know, like grad school kind of drains you, so did that, and 2018 to tw the beginning of 2020, I switched careers, so 2020, I left the cardiology and went to a dermatology practice in Arkansas, and it was the worst job I ever had for three months. I went into a private practice. I worked with all female and I just like took a pay cut. I took less days off to work my dream job. Yeah, not great. I remember you telling me that. Then COVID hit and they like wrote me up the week before and they were like, you know, on like dumb stuff. Yeah, and of course. Then like dumb. 10 days later they fired me and I signed a separation agreement. I was in a non-compete, so I literally could not practice in the state of Arkansas for a year. Wow. That was my non-compete. And the separation agreement, just so everyone knows, means typically the other company fucked up and they don't want you to say anything, so they make you sign a separation agreement like you have to sign it. Mm -hmm. And typically you don't have to. You can walk away and there's no severance, mm -hmm. meaning you don't have to sign a separation agreement. You sign the, separa the separation agreement and that withdraws you legally. Mm -hmm. So it removes your power. So really you want to stay in your power and you don't want to sign anything without speaking to a lawyer first. And but I they learned don't my teach lesson. You that. They don't teach, they you teach you that. They don't teach you that. So you have to figure it out on your own. I learned. So then I was like, well, okay, what am I going to do now? Yeah. I was working all this extra, paying all my bills off, getting out of debt and doing the Dave Ramsey thing. And I was like, oh crap, I have no job. And during COVID, they didn't want you know, nurse practitioners, they wanted RNs. Mm -hmm. Well, I tried to get multiple jobs and it was very difficult. So I didn't work for about two months during the pandemic, completely drained my savings, was borrowing money from my parents and was like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Like, cause it just, nothing was working out. So then I luckily got this COVID swabbing job in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and I moved two hours away 
It was 60 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hell yeah, this is better than my MP pay. Mm -hmm. Like, let's go. Yeah. And I literally worked at a cereal plant swabbing their like 200 employees. Oh my gosh. I remember when that was the thing to do. Yeah. And it was like so easy. I mean, post cereal company is who I worked for. And it was amazing. It was like the easiest job I've ever had. I met a lot of amazing nurse practitioners there because we all lost our jobs. It wasn't just me. Mm So I was with like eight other women that were going through the same thing. And it was really difficult for all of us. You know, we were just like making it to make ends meet and getting back on our feet. So that kind of happened. And I had an opportunity to do COVID travel nursing with Crucial Staffing. And that was also in 2020. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I know I can do this. I'm going to go hustle, make this money. And then I'm going to open my own business. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I thought I wanted to open in Arkansas. But then I realized, like, maybe this isn't really what makes me happy. This is not where I can bloom and blossom, like, because I never was, like, fully happy there, but was always happy travel nursing. Mm -hmm. So then at that point, I decided to do the travel nursing. And while I was starting that in August of 2020, I did that all the way until almost February 2021. Then during that time, I decided, okay, where can I live and where can I be happy? And I was like, okay, Hawaii, Arizona, or California. Mm-hmm. I need to be near water, and I need to be in the sunshine. So I chose Arizona, where there's no water and only sunshine. Yeah. But it's great. I love my life here, and I have met so many amazing people, including yourself. Like, this is definitely where I'm meant to be mm-hmm. and able to grow. And I have a great support system here. So that's kind of my journey. Like I did seven COVID ICU assignments before I opened the business. Well, when I learned that about you, that's what really attracted me to you as well. I'm working under you because you had so much experience Mm -hmm. in different fields and you didn't just go to nursing school to be an aesthetic injector. Like you have the bedside experience, you have the nurse practitioner experience. (laughs) And so that's kind of similar to me without the nurse practitioner part Mm -hmm. is you've worked bedside, you can kind of be relatable in that sense. Right. And so. And I I definitely would say that the COVID, I did have a leg up. Like I was able to save so much money Mm -hmm. and open my business and get out of debt. Like I paid my student loans off with COVID. Yeah. You know, some people I was working with, they were like, oh yeah, I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to go buy a house or I'm going to get this Range Rover. And like, everyone's just like spending their money Mm -hmm. like crazy. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm over here like working nights, like in my little notebook, like, nope, I made a list. And I was like, what do I need personally to get to Arizona? What do I need to do? And on the other side of the list was like, what do I need to do professionally to get to Arizona? And I just made that list that night and I started working on it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I need these hours. I need to get full practice. Like I have to apply for this. I have to get all these, you know, CEU hours, pharmacology wise. Mm -hmm. And I just did it. I was like, I am, everyone else can live their dream and everyone else can be an injector. Like, why can't I? Mm-hmm. I was fired. Like, I learned what not to do <laughs> running a practice. Um, and yeah, like, I'm so thankful that they let me go now yeah. because look at where I am now. I mean, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And yeah. this is your story. And I feel like right. a lot of people and a lot of our patients 
don't even know you're from Arkansas, that you're yeah. not an Arizona native. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys don't hear the accent because like I hate my accent. So like what? I love it. No, I just don't like it. Like even on recording, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to hear cute. it. I love the Southern accent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, definitely. I feel like my Southern hospitality and like my authenticity is really what attracts my patients to me. Mm. And, you know, they love seeing who really Shelby is too. Yeah. Like when they're in my chair, you know, they like to know and connect to me, you know, in my life. And I'm sure your patients do the same. Definitely. Yeah. They want to know like, oh, what's going on with you? Yeah. Like, where are you from? Where, where are you, you going? going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going on vacation? What yeah. are you doing? So yeah, it's, it's been a fun journey, but that's kind of like how and what led me to opening my business. Like, I was fired during the pandemic and mm -hmm. it definitely was a trauma response and I have built a lot in a trauma response and I'm happy for it. The work is done. Now it's like managing it and rebuilding or rebranding or reorganizing things, restructuring. So it's all a learning process. So yeah, I'm definitely I, mm -hmm. thankful to be here. I love that. Mm -hmm. Was it, so when you moved to Arizona, did you know that you wanted to start your own business or were you thinking of potentially working as an injector for someone mm -hmm. else? No, I had the intention of signing my lease here and opening my own room. Mm -hmm. I had no business plan. I had no marketing plan. I literally did not know a single soul. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Like, it's fine. Everything's going to be fine. So as soon as I like pull up in Arizona at my new apartment, I get this phone call from a staffing company and they were like, oh, we have this COVID travel assignment in San Diego. Why'd they do this to me? I don't know. Tempting. <laughs> They're like 7K a week, Ooh, four shifts. The COVID pay. Ugh, I'm like, sign me up. Mm -hmm. I'll go do my labs and drug tests tomorrow. I'll go ahead and send, go ahead and send me the contract. <laughs> and they that's, get you. That's what supported my business mm -hmm. was COVID money still. Yeah. Because my rent, I was paying like 6K in rent yeah. for everywhere I was living. So my office, my apartment, and then my San Diego apartment. Yeah. I feel like where you are now, people forget kind of where you started. It's you had to juggle two jobs. As For you were starting your own business, you were still working as yeah. a bedside nurse. Yeah. Not locally. You were traveling on traveling. the weekends. I was and, driving. And then uh, once yeah. I was like, okay, whoa, this is so stupid. I'm catching a flight. Like, why am I driving? Girl, I don't know. Being in the South, <laughs> like, and not growing up, like, in California, where, like, uh -huh. you're not really supposed to drive, you know? You're supposed yeah. to, like, carpool and stuff. Like, the yeah. South, they don't care. They're just like, no, we're driving everywhere. Yeah. Like, even when we went to, like, family vacations in Destin, like, we drove 10 hours. Like, why would we do that? No, I don't know. <laughs> so, I didn't really start <laughs> flying. My first flight was when I was, like, 23. Oh, my gosh. Your very I'm, first flight. Mm -hmm. Wow. To you are a Southern girl. Yeah. To are you a small town girl? Yeah. 800 people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. So California is very different. Yeah. So why did you choose Arizona versus Specifically, California? Um, I would say I chose Arizona before the housing market was crazy. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but now that the housing market's crazy, uh, but I, I chose it essentially for that reason. Like, okay, this is an affordable place. And now that I live here, it's like, well, totally not affordable mm -hmm. really in, in reality with Scottsdale in comparison to some places in California, but businesses, Arizona is very business friendly and state taxes are lower here. Mm -hmm. Right. I think than Arkansas, Arkansas yeah. state I mean, taxes definitely. are about like seven or 8%. I think here we're at 6. And it's definitely lower than California. Do you guys know? 6. 
yeah, okay. it's lower. So that at the time. So yeah, that's what I, I was like, well, I can always like franchise. I would love to retire in San Diego. That would be amazing. Yeah. I love San the Diego. California weather. Yeah. I mean, we're still in summer, so we're well, both I've just travel nurse there three times. Mm-hmm. I love it. It makes me happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have a community there. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. But yeah. so that's why you chose Arizona. So you were saying when you moved here, you didn't know a soul. You didn't have Mm-mm. any help. How mm-hmm. did you navigate it? Because there are people in your position that want to travel, but yeah. they're just too nervous or don't know how to navigate relationships, how to start up. So how did you, what were well, the first steps you took? I was single. I'm single. I have no kids still. <laughs> so I really just put my work first. And I would definitely say that just navigating and balancing using your support system and setting a regimen. Okay. You work these three days. Maybe you're starting your business just on the weekends. So just start your books on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you're going to open up more availability with what you're doing, what you love, and then the traveling will slow down. But travel nursing to build and start a business is literally amazing. I know tons of people that have done it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that I travel nurse with even turn some of their money into like real estate investing. And mm-hmm. so that's what some people have done with it. So yeah, you have more flexibility for sure. Yeah. So just basically balancing and you have to definitely lose sleep. You're going to have to like Stay up late, mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to let your family know, like, hey, this is my time. Like I need a, I need your support and that's it. Yeah. And you have to have the support or you're not it's gonna be hard. So, yeah, so that's now definitely what I would say. That you have your business established in Arizona, you do have an Arkansas location. I do. Did you know that was eventually what you were wanting to no. do? Or that no. just kind of was for the moment, I would, open I would definitely location. say um, my grandfather got sick last year and he got diagnosed with Parkinson's and I had only been home like one time yeah. since I moved. So I decided, well, okay, why don't I just open a practice here so I can have it as a tax write-off when I come home. And it actually turned into something way more than what I ever imagined. My Arkansas location is actually not far behind in production of my um, Arizona location, which is crazy. And that just shows the impact that I have there, Yeah, you know, as an injector and a person and the people that trust me, Yeah, honestly. So, you know, my grandfather's still sick, so my I'm planning on continuing my lease there for another year. And Hallie's there and is amazing and renting in the room. And I definitely want to hire a nurse there yeah. for... Just one nurse. I learned don't hire two nurses at once. Sometimes they just buddy up and leave, and you just want to hire one at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's definitely what I would say um, about my professional journey. So I appreciate you, Nisia, too, and thank you guys for tuning in.